Blog Talk Radio. and Jack Radio Show, live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, Elsie and Jack. LC and Jack Radio Show with your man LC holding it down. Give us a shout here in the studio. You can reach us at area code uh, 347-643-4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Let me give you that number again. It's been a bit it. Live radio, uh, y'all, 347-843-4738. Up close and personal, Urban that's right, Urban Talk Radio. Well, it's great to be back on airwaves. Uh, been, it's been a minute. Happy belated holidays to everybody. Happy New Year. Holidays are gone and passed. But uh, it's been a minute since we've been on the air live and direct. So it's, it's, just, it's just a great day to uh, come at you. And um, we're looking forward to a fabulous 2014. So... Um, with that said, um, I tell you, it's with heavy hearts, um, you know, to say, um, to really, and, and, and he's passed a couple days now, but this man, I tell you, watching you know, just him act and really do his thing, um, most of you guys know him once I give you his name, but I tell you, he, he has been watching the old shows and just seeing him just out there. Uh, made an impression on me just on 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 how he took his craft serious and uh, how good he was. So with that said, I would like to dedicate this show to uh, James Avery, Mr. James Avery, who was better known for a lot of y'all out there who watched The Fresh Prince of Bel Air um, as uh, the Honorable Philip Banks, who on the show was a judge, and of course Will Smith was. You know, the star, if you want to say star, the show with him. Um, so, again, like I said, heavy hearts. Our prayers and thoughts go out to his family. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we lost a good one. Loved him to death. And, um, again, uh, we dedicate this show to him. So, with that said, um, uh, the, oh, my, my official co host, the bread man, is somewhere out and about. Uh, up here in the Northeast, as you all know, in at least uh, here in New York, uh, we're getting hit hard with uh, some tremendously cold weather and uh, snow, and uh, so we're still digging out from 
the impact over the last couple of days that we've had. So, um, well, I, I'm sure that Brett Man is digging himself out. I do have, um, you know, a really good friend of mine who's uh, dug himself out. He's actually up doing his thing, and um, he's, he's been a guest of the show. He's uh, gonna, you know, sit in the saddle, the Bread Man, and um, you know, we wanna, we're gonna have him on future shows as well. Uh, he's um, played uh, in the NFL, and um, he's played for the Green Bay Packers. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Um, it's just great to have him on the show, uh, my man Gary Brown. What's a good, good hey, word there, hey, Gary? Hey. How we doing, Fred? How's everything? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. We, uh, like I said, um, you know, I'm dug out here, and you know, just telling the audience that, um, you know, the, the the weather here in New York has been, it's been, you know, it's been frozen. I mean, and you know, so we're we'll, we're supposed to have a heat wave, I guess, tomorrow, 40 degrees. So, which is, you know, from I, I got up this morning and it was four degrees showed in the car. I was like four degrees. You know, luckily there was no windshield this morning, but I know last night I think we hit zero or negative numbers last night. So I see you were able to dig yourself out as well. Yeah, you know, I had some uh, help. You know, I, I had some help, but it, it's, it's brutal out there. You <laughs> ain't lying about that. But uh, like I said, it's great to have you back on um, from time to time. Uh, on the LC and Jack radio show, we'd like to dive into the sports, even though we're not a sports, quote-unquote, sports show. But LC loves of sports as well as the bread man. And uh, so we'd like to, you know, dedicate a show to what's going down. Um, you know, people love football and, and other sports. So every so often we'd like to dive in and get somebody who's, a, you know, an expert in the area to talk a little bit about uh, what's going down. So, with that said, Gary, I know what we know. We'll save. We we know you. You know you got that Super Bowl ring with with Green Bay. We're going to save that particular game for last. Um, but we want to touch base with the NFL playoffs specifically. And I know today we have some games. But we're going to start off with, um, and we're going to get your thoughts from Kansas City and Indianapolis. I believe Kansas City is going to be at Indy. What's your thoughts, man? What do you, what do you think? Um, you know, Kansas City has done a they've done a, a really great job last year. They were one of the worst teams in the league, and this year it's just been a total 360 with uh, Andy Reid at the helm. What do you think? You well, think um, they they got a shot to beat these guys out there in Indy? I think so. Because one, well, I'm kind of biased because I'm an Andy Reid fan. Um, when I was in Green Bay, he was a, a tight end coach, and I saw him work his way up from a, a tight end coach to an offensive coordinator to a head coach. And I like his his, his unpredictable demeanor. Um, mm-hmm. As far as folks go, they have a well-oiled machine going on over there with a young quarterback who's getting better every day. I, 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 I would like to see the Kansas City Chiefs win just because I'm an Andy Reid fan. But it's, buff, it's tough to beat the Indianapolis at home in that dome. Wow. Okay, so you, you don't think Kansas City with that defense, though, could pull it they out? They have a tremendous defense, and they need to make turnovers. You know, if they if they get the turnovers, I, I, I think the Kansas City could pull it off. But I tell you what, 
you cannot go into Indianapolis lightly at all. And if you look at the track record, I don't know what the stats are exactly, but I do understand that out of the last probably 10 Super Bowls, um, a wild card team has played in them a high percentage of the times. So, you know, this is not the bottom of the barrel. These are teams that are peaking at the right time. Yes, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. And you know what? You bring up a great point. I was I was listening to the radio myself. And back in the day, you know, if if you weren't the number one or number two seed, forget it. You can, I don't think you had a shot to make it to the Super Bowl. But now, you know, the Giants and a lot of even the Green Bay uh, recently, uh, these teams are coming in as a wild card, and they have they come in most of the time. They come in hot, and they, they they make it all the way to the Super Bowl. It's unbelievable. Well, my belief is this: that you know, any team can be any team on any given day. No matter how you watch your record show, you could be the bottom of the you could be the worst of the worst record wise, and you could be the best of the best. And you play each other three days in a row. There's no nothing to say that that team that, that has the worst record is not going to pull up that victory. So I think each team experiences three things during the season. You're going to play mediocre, and this is according to your capability and your talents on the team. You know, you're going to play mediocre, you're going to play below your average, and you're going to play above your average. So the teams that make it to the Super Bowl are the teams that play mediocre, and, 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 and learn from those those mistakes. And when they play bad, they still end up pulling out a win. Some people call it lucky. Some people mm-hmm. call it putting yourself in the best position to win. But the teams that win the Super Bowl are the ones that play their best ball at the end of the season. You know, and, and my fear is that Kansas City played their best ball already. I hope they wow. did it. I hope they have something else in the tank. Because if you look, that's why the teams that go – 11 and, you know, whatever, or, or, or win 12 and 13 games, you never see them in the Super Bowl because they already played their best ball. You yeah. know, and, and they, they didn't have that chance to play average or below level yet, and it shows up at the wrong time. You know, each team is going to go, it's called growing teams. You're going to go through it. Some teams are going to build up. Some teams are going to start fast and, and, and slow down. So it's who's peaking at the right time. And, you know, we're not into those games yet, but there's a couple of teams that are peaking at the right time. <laughs> yes, I agree with you, Gary. Definitely, you are dead on. It's uh, it, it's not what necessarily how great you did during the regular season. As long as you were able to slide into the playoffs and you go on with, you know, with some momentum, it, it means everything. It definitely right. So, uh, so we got you. We, we we might even bring you back on it on the Super Bowl. So we, I'm taking some notes here, Gary. We got you. We, we got you down for Indy. That's that's my thoughts right now. Is that correct? No, I got to go, go, go with the Chiefs. I got to go with the Chiefs. Oh, okay. All right. Go, I'm, not a, I'm not a betting man because I go with my heart too much, and I know that you can't go with your heart when you play <laughs> when you bet in sports. So I, my heart, I want the Chiefs to win. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back them 100. percent Okay. All right. So he's going to Chiefs. He did a did a change on me. LC is gonna go right along with you as well. Make some predictions. Um, so I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm going to be a little different from you. I'm going to go with Indy, you know, just to be a little different. You know, okay. a young quarterback. He's a gunslinger. Uh, so uh, I'll be on record to go with Indy, and uh, we'll see what happens in that particular game. Um, and uh, one before we move on to the next game, Gary, and you mentioned um, 
that Andy Reid is someone that he definitely um, had a chance to work with as a his as a coach. What um, what do you think he's you know do you think he's going to have you know bring a lot of tricks to the to the table again? Like you said, they had a great regular season. What do you think he could do a little differently? What what type of a coach do you think you think he's going to be? You know, listen, I got to change it up, or this is what we do. They got to stop it. Well, he's a players coach first and foremost. So once you're a players coach, you got to be on the right team to have your team, you know, respect that and follow that. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think that he uses trickery not for what the, the the naked eye looks at. I think he uses trickery to give the defense something else to play to open up what he really wants to get to. He's a very smart man. He, mm-hmm. He's very into the game. He knows what he has. He's a team full of weapons. I mean, last year, the, uh, the Chiefs, with uh, a bad record, they still had somewhere upwards now six or eight pro bowlers. That's unheard of. That's, that's, so he walked into a good situation. He came in with a new quarterback and, and a new philosophy, and he has the guys believing in what he does. That's a big component in, in, in winning these types of games. Now, I think he's going to come out and he's going to uh, try and exploit a couple of things and not really to gain yardage or not really to, to win the game by them, but to make the defense play a certain way. And once he does that, then he could go back to his original game plan because that's the kind of guy he is. He, he's not deceitful, but he says, you know what, if you're going to give me this duck, I'm going to exploit it until you change it. And once you change it, now you're playing into his hands. So I, I think he's a small coach. And there's not many coaches that are still head coaches who run the the offensive and defensive calls and stuff like that. So he has a lot on his plate, but I think he had time to prepare. I, I, I wish him well. I think they're going to do all right. Okay. All right. So, so we're on record for you for Kansas City. I'm down with Indy. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, next game I have down here, uh, Gary, is San Diego versus Cincinnati. Now, um, Cincinnati – uh, as everybody knows, had a pretty solid year. Uh, they're mm-hmm. unbeaten at home. Nobody's beaten them at home, which is very impressive. And uh, San Diego, uh, everybody knows now, is that they kind of got in on a prayer on a, on, a, on a referee mistake. They really probably shouldn't have made it in, and uh, but it's a moot point. You know, this uh, mistake was made, so San Diego was able to make the playoffs. And... Um, so they're going against Cincinnati at Cincinnati. What's what's your thoughts, Gary? Well, um, um, uh, Cincinnati. Uh, I like Cincinnati just because they're a team that they, they work hard. They work through their hard times. They didn't go through with a whole bunch of changes. They said, mm-hmm. "No, this is our team. This is what we're going to deal with. We're going to get better as a team." They, you know, of course, every year they got to change in a couple of players, but they right. gave the head coach this time. They didn't throw him under the bus their first losing season, and they battled their way out of that hole. Um, they're much like the Chiefs were last year. They were that team a few years ago, you know, four or five years ago. So I like the fact that they, they dug themselves out. And when you dig yourself out of something, you're a little more appreciative about where you're at, and you know about the hard work that went into that. On the Chargers, on the other hand, River's been there. River's done this before. And something about me, I just don't trust him. You know, as far as he, he, he's played a better game this year, and yeah. he's probably one of his better seasons he's had. But he reminds me of, uh, I hate to say this because, like, Dallas fans, uh, they're probably going to shoot me, but he reminds me of a Tony Romo. 
and where he puts up great numbers, he plays great games, but when you need him, he's not there. Um, and, and to, you know, to contradict what I said, this year he has been there all year long, and I don't know how that's happened. So I, I'm looking for – I have to go to Cincinnati with the elements, with the traveling, playing in Cincinnati. It's going to be a zoo over there. I wouldn't want to walk into the hostile environment and play. Um, you know, one wrong move, and, and Cincinnati can run away with it. Wow. Yeah, I agree with you. I definitely, I think you're dead on. You know, I am one of those cowboy fans, so I won't, you know, I won't get on you for the Romo comments. <laughs> it's all good. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> it's all good. I, I've taken uh, a lot of lumps on Facebook here recently uh, because from those Giant fans, uh, you know, but we won't talk about the Cowboys. That's, it's pretty much a moody issue. We didn't make it. But um definitely agree with you. I think with um, – Cincinnati, I think this is big for them. They always make the playoffs, but they always get knocked out in the first round. I mean, it, it, it always like a snake bitten. They get there, they always got that workman like mentality, and then it's like in the playoffs, it's like bang, they get knocked out. So I think um, it, it's going to be important that they come out. They got that good defense. I like about them. They have good oh. defense. They have unbelievable receivers, unbelievable receivers. Uh, my question mark is: Is the quarterback going to play well? Is he is he going to be consistent enough? I mean, they're a team I could see that could make it to the Super Bowl. I definitely could see those guys get, like you said, catching fire and and making it to the Super Bowl. They're undefeated at home, which is very impressive. But yeah. uh, I think a lot is going to ride on that quarterback if he can be consistent enough, not make that, you know, as you say, Romo mistake. Um, yeah. And I know yeah. you said it towards towards uh, Rivers, but I think that kind of goes goes with with Cincinnati. I think they just yeah. need to play, you know, play. A, 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 they don't even need to me need to have a great game. I think they just need to do what they do: run the ball, you know, throw a little bit. Don't make those mistakes. And I, I think, you know, San Diego's, you know, that hot-weather team, it's going to be cold in Cincinnati. I mean, oh, it's not going to be as cold as, as as the Green Bay game, but it's going to be cold. So, um, yeah. you know, I, I think that uh, Cincinnati will, you know, is, is I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if San Diego won, but I think Cincinnati, you know, again, you know, the I could see the coach losing his job if they lose again in the first round. I mean, it, it's typical for him. Every year you see Cincinnati getting in, and, and, and even if they're the, the time, favorite, you know. And most, most of the times they've traveled on that first game. I think this is a new breed for them. I think this is a better year for them. I think uh-huh. they're a younger team. And like you said, I, I agree with you 100%. They have a hungry, athletic very aggressive defense, and they have great receivers. What the quarterback needs to do is protect the ball, and that means no turnovers. Right. They need to just put some drives together. And I think they could win those. They think they'll beat Chicago with, with, with selling for field goals, you know, and, and that means if they're selling for field goals, that means they're working the clock, they're giving a defensive break, and they're keeping them, you know. So it, it does all come down to the quarterback at the end of the day. But I think they have all the elements in place to make a, a good run for the Super Bowl. Definitely. I agree with you. Like I said, I like to see Marvin Lewis do his thing. He's paid his dues. 
Uh, I believe, if I'm right, he's an old Green Bay coach, I believe, uh, if, I'm, if I'm right. Um, I'm but, sure. Yeah, I believe so. I'll check that out. But Andy Dalton, you know, their, their quarterback, he's, he's like Jekyll and Hyde sometimes. You know, he's, he, he can have an unbelievable game. But he can be he can be pretty ugly at times, you know, uh, with the turnovers. So I, I think definitely I, I, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I, I love I love their just hey. There's not too many teams in the NFL, and, and when you play Gary, I know this was the opposite, but now it's like arena football with the NFL. Most of these teams' defenses are invisible. I mean, you know, none worse than my, than my team, the Cowboys, but most of them are invisible. The defenses aren't that good. And it's it's all you know. A lot of it pertains to the quarterback only because hey, if you got to run a game, it's like wow, you know, um, yep. you know. On top of that passing game, I mean, with the weapons that Cincinnati has, to me, they 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 should be able to win this game. I don't want to say easily, but it, to me, it should be decisive. I mean, San Diego's coming in; they got weapons too. Got a quarterback who may who may be hot. Mm-hmm. When you're home, when you're home. You're expected to win this game. So with that, you know, on, on, I'm on record there, uh, Gary. Of uh, I'm going with Cincinnati uh, for for uh, game our game two matchup, which okay. is San Diego and uh, Cincinnati. You're on record, I think, for Cincinnati, correct? I'm on record at Cincinnati, and, and to be honest, this game could be decided in the first quarter, or, or you know, before the first half, because. Like you said, they got some weapons with the Chargers as well, and if they get out ahead, you know, Rivers is the type of quarterback that when he's doing well, he's doing really well. And yes. if they jump out and, and Cincinnati's trying to play from behind and they get that defense on their heels, it could get ugly. So that's why I said no team can be taken lightly. And, and, and if we knew all the answers, we should be in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. You're right. That's what's about fun. You know, with uh, with sports, you know, just seeing who's going to win and then those upsets. It's guaranteed to be some upsets this weekend. The question mm-hmm. is, what games are they going to be? So, like, I agree with you. Definitely a good game. I'm excited, actually. This year, some really good match- matchups. And uh, oh, we'll it's see. Exciting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be some really great matchups. So, so I got, we're both down for Cincinnati. So, the next okay. game I got there, Gary. Um, on tap would be New Orleans going down to Philly uh, for for the for for the matchup. So I'm going to jump in first. I want to say that uh, I give Philly all the credit in the world. They came down to beat us in Dallas. Uh, so and um, so hey, I think I'm going to now in this in this matchup. I mean, everybody's picking Philly. Everybody. So if you're, if you're, if you want to bet, and you got some money to lose, but you're like, you know what? I got a gut. And New Orleans is New Orleans can win this game. Everybody, everybody picks Philly because New Orleans never wins, never wins on the road. Something tells me that New Orleans is going to come out. They're pissed off. You know, they've they've lost so many games even this year. On the road, and when they're at home, unbeatable. But uh, everyone's saying because of the elements, it's going to be brutal. 
I mean, really brutal. I mean, it's supposed to be, I think, below zero or close to it. I believe the game is tonight. Yes. And, and the game, it's going to be, I mean, and you know Gary playing in these types of conditions, whether or not, um, you know, everybody's betting Philly. So if you're Vegas, obviously Vegas is, you know, those, you know they're going to favor Philly. But um, my gut says New Orleans is going to come in there and, and, and it's going to be an upset. Now, they're going to have to play good defense. And I, and I like I like the de- defensive coordinator, Rex Ryan's brother. You know, I like him because he's going to tr- he's going to try to stop the run, which he has to do because McCoy is going to come out and light him up if he doesn't. You know, he's a great back. They run that two minute offense. It's going to be tough, but I think if they can stop that running game, I mean, they're going to be able to pass on them. But if they don't play as if they play like they played against us, New Orleans can beat them. I mean, they weren't impressive. They really wasn't. I was like, okay, you know, they kept us. They kept the Cowboys in the game. And if they keep New Orleans, just got a good shot to me. Everybody's sleeping on them, and they're. Gonna I would never sleep on them. Yeah, they're going to be. Yep, yep. And they're going to be my pick as the next game here that we're reviewing. New Orleans to upset Philly and Philly. And I think again, it might be a close game. I don't. I don't think this is any blowout. But my pick is New Orleans. I mean, you got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, um, that's playing every. Now people don't forget during the regular season. Obviously, he gets a lot of press. But I mean, this is the time for New Orleans really to, like you said, maybe they can catch fire, and all of a sudden. Jump into the, you know, that, you know, make it to the big dance again. On the, that would shock everybody if they won. Shock yeah. everybody. Because everybody's well, they're a seasoned team. They're a very seasoned team. They're, 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 they're not the young, successful, energetic team. They're very professional. And, and I'm not taking anything away from them. And, I, I mean, it's actually a compliment to them. And, and it's a rule of thumb that you can't just turn it on and turn it off. But... You know what games you have to win, and, and, and you attack those things a little differently than just the games during the season. As you know, like a young uh, a young team is going to run out and, and 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 you know possibly break their back trying to win the first game of the season. When a vet's going to be like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't put that on the line right now because I'm trying to play the whole season. And I say that to say this, Drew Brees is by far one of the best quarterbacks. You know, and the only reason I say one of them is just, it's not to get away from him. It's just there's some quarterbacks with equal or if not better numbers. He is a threat. He is a fear. He, a defense is fear of him. <laughs> yes. He can throw the ball as well as anybody in the league. And if you ever met the guy, he's a very small dude. Um, you, 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 I don't see how he sees over his offensive lineman, but he has an arm, and it's accurate, and it's powerful. Now, with that being said, cold weather is going to play an element in this, and it's easier to run forward in cold weather than it is to run backwards in cold weather and to make that transition. So a lot of these double moves and single moves are going to play big with the quarterback and the receivers. Now, if, um, I'm sorry, and if he gets that, edge on them, it's going to be ugly. And, and, you know, the cold weather is a ground-and-pound game, so Philly, I think, does have the advantage. 
as far as the one of the best running backs in the game. I, I'm a big fan of McCoy's, very big fan. I think he's a shifty, strong, aggressive person that takes no ball from nobody. But, you know, that passing game scores real quick. That's like the three-pointer in basketball. And, and yep. you know, those slam dunks are nice, but when a 34-footer come raining out the sky, you know, it'll wire you up. So, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm going for Philly, but you can never count out uh, Drew Brees at all. I agree with you. Definitely Drew Brees is amazing. Uh, you mentioned his size. I mean, his height. I mean, a guy like that, people don't realize, I don't think, how short he is. And he just, hes a, he, he finds a way to to get the ball out there. So I give I give him a lot of credit for that, and I think he he takes he's gonna he's taking this a, a personal challenge. Get him, you know, yep. he's got the receivers. I mean, he's got Jimmy Graham. This guy's unbelievable. Tight unbelievable. Team. And they got Sproles. Yeah. I think Sproles Sproles is playing. I know he had a concussion. Yeah. Um, they yeah, have he's uh, playing, and the other the other running backs not, I believe. Okay, so so, but they still looks like they're gonna have their guns. Uh, Ingram, Colston, I mean, they're gonna have. It looks like most of their guys. Uh, they have. I mean, what I like about Breeze, he uses all his guys, so he can't like just key on one guy. He throws to everybody. That's what I like about him as well. He just spreads the ball around, and if they can, if they could jump out on these guys. I think, you know, that's, that's going to just set them up nice. If a team needs to start quick, I think it's New Orleans. I don't think if they start out quick, I think even though Philly's got that two-minute offense, I, th- I think New Orleans is going to feel it, and, and the weather won't be so much of a factor. I think you bring up a good point. When Once you're behind, man, that weather starts to play in your head. It's all, oh, it's, you know, it's cold, it's this, that, but when you, you're feeling it, nothing, nothing's really a factor for you, once you if you jump out quick. Yeah, well, 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 the well, momentum and, and, and adrenaline is the best heater you have. And <laughs> you know, I played, you know, I started in Green Bay, so I can tell you a little bit about the cold. And I'm going to tell you who feels it the most. My first year there, I was strictly on kickoff return um, and, and, and field goal. So I would have to dress ready to play at all times. That means no sleeves, no nothing. And I get my adrenaline up, I get my sweat going, we start the game on a kickoff return. All right, that's my play. I'm in, and then I got to come to the sideline and sit there, and mm-hmm. I have to wait. And if the other team doesn't score, then I'm not back on the field for a kickoff return. It could be a half an hour, it could be an hour. And now I'm there freezing. Everybody in the stands got their clothes on, everybody who's right. not dressed playing the game or on the heaters and jackets. I have to stay ready. So the guys that are really cold are the ones who don't play all day long, but they right. break that sweat and then they have to sit in that cold weather with that wet jersey on, and it, it gets it gets brutal. It gets real brutal. But for the guys that are playing, that are in and out every play, and that's you know the, the you know like the construction, the heat and the tools, start that activity going, get moving, and, and it's not even a factor. Wow. Well, we're going to talk about your Green bases, you know, your experience with them in a second. Uh, like I said, I, I, I think this is going to be – I'm really pumped to watch this game. I think out of most most of the games, I mean, there's some good matchups, but that's this is the game I want to – I'm interested in. I think 
it could go a lopsided for Philly, but I just have a gut about New Orleans. So Drew Brees, those, these guys have something to prove. It's been a minute since they've been in the Super Bowl now, so I think they have something to prove, and, I, and they have a good coach. This is a a Parcells man, Sean Payton. Oh uh, man. Is is a Parcells disciple, so I think he's you know again these guys this is their livelihood. So everyone they hear what everybody's talking about. Everybody's betting on Philly. These guys can't win on the road, so I'm sure they're coming down. They're going to be pumped up and ready to rock and roll. So I'm down for New Orleans. What's your pick there, Gary? You know what? Let's keep. We're going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to go Philly, and okay. it's not just because you went New Orleans. Right. I like to see Sean McCoy do well. I like that they brought this new aspect into the game uh, with Chip Kelly, but mm-hmm. you know, I think it's a, I think it's 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 in a variation going to stay around for a while. But you know he's going to have to work it a little bit against uh, against the defensive coordinator for the Saints because he's going to come prepared, ready to stop McCoy, and, and we all know they're going to run. That's what they do. They run twenty times, they throw three. So. You know, it's going to be up to the quarterback for Philly to make the big passes when it's time to. And if he does that, that'll keep the run game open. And I think Philly has a good chance of being at home. Okay. All right. That sounds fair enough. Like you said, this you could you know you can make a play definitely for both teams. Obviously, Philly's heavy. You know, if you're a bet guy. It's not Philly because you're not going to make the money on that. It's the New Orleans play because if they win, you're going to win a sock full of money because everybody's betting on Philly. So we'll see what happens. I got you down. I got myself down. I'm taking little notes. Uh, Before we get into the San uh, Francisco-Green Bay game, uh, I just want to get your thoughts, and I'll chime in first, uh, on the two teams that have a bye, which is Seattle and New England. Obviously, they don't play until next week. But I tell you, man, Seattle, one of the few teams. Again, we, there are a couple teams. Uh, Cincinnati, we mentioned, pretty good defense, feisty defense. Uh, Seattle, with that defense, I can see them riding all the way to Super Bowl. And I like to see them get there. I like to, uh, you know, you, first off, you know, Pete Carroll, well, you know, hey, Pete Carroll's Pete Carroll. I'm not a huge fan mm-hmm. of his, but you know, I like I like the way they they basically don't excite you the way they play offense. They just you know, they run the ball, they pass a little bit here, pass a little bit there, but you know, so they grind it out. But on that defense, and hopefully, you know, I know they lost uh, one or two or both of their DB backs, but it seems like that defense is still clicking. I tell you, that defense is killer. I mean, they play at home. We mentioned Cincinnati's undefeated, and I know Seattle did lose a game a couple weeks ago, but I, I think that's a moot point. I think they, they they knew they had their situation locked up. But that that's my I, – I tell you, man, I like to see Seattle make it there. They just – they haven't – I don't even know if they ever been to the Super Bowl before. Be exciting just to see them to be here in New York. As everyone, everyone knows, the Super Bowl's here in New York City. <clears throat> but just to see them come on and a uh, new team, I always like to see new teams make it to the Super Bowl, change it up. You know, I you know, hate to see the same teams all the time. And um, New England, I don't, I, you know, 
I, I think they'll get beat. I never liked New England, but, I mean, Brady does it all for them, but to me, you know, they're going to get beat in the next round. I mean, they always, because of the NF, because of the AFC is so weak, they always are able to slide in there. And I think I think it's shown over the years. They haven't done anything, but once they start playing the better teams, they can't beat them, you know, in the, in the playoffs. So, you know, I, I think Seattle, well, as of right now, and again, we, we could talk here in another couple weeks, but I definitely think, you know, at least that, that NFC Championship game, Seattle's going to be one of those teams. And New England, I don't believe will be there. Um, uh, you know, I think you mentioned uh, Indy. We mentioned Indy, Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati. Like I said, I, I think uh, for the AFC, and we didn't talk about Denver either. Um, you know, Denver, um, you know, uh, and we'll talk about them in a minute, but New England's definitely, to me, definitely not going to make it there. Your thoughts, Gary, on those two teams? Well, Seattle, I think, should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Yep. And, you know, they, 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 you live by the gun, you die by the gun. They got lucky a couple times during the season with some, uh, uh, All right. Well, we'll keep it rolling here, live radio. I mean, Gary, we've, it looks like we've lost him, so I'm sure he'll jump right back in. But so we'll see what happens. Again, uh Seattle, New England. Love Seattle. Like Gary said, they um you know, they had a chance to get there last year. I really do think that they have a unbelievable shot to make it in this year. And um we'll see. We'll definitely see. It, you know, this week I think will be for the Playing games uh, for next week, you know, I think you're going to get an idea on how well or who's going to be maybe that hot team, maybe, you know, maybe who's going to be that team. So we have Gary back, I believe, now. So we lost you there, Gary, but great to have you back. I apologize. I apologize. It's all good. That's what live radio is, and, uh, you know, I just jumped in, and we keep the ball rolling. So you were talking about uh, Seattle. They, they they should have made it there last year. Yes, and I'm a big Wilson fan. Uh, yes. He's another, he's another Drew. He's a young and improved Drew Brees to me. He's undersized, told he would never make it, and, and has proved everybody wrong for uh, since he's been in the league. Um, P. Cow took a chance for him, and, and a great chance he did take because he is the epitome of a champion. Um, so he, I think it's just due to get to the Super Bowl. I think nobody wants to play them, and nobody wants to go to Seattle and play them at all. I, I'd rather play Cincinnati than play Seattle. Um, they, they got a, a, a very tenacious defense, and they could score. And, and a lot of people don't like their offense, but it's very uh, productive. Um, they, 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 they use the they clock manage very well. They stay on the field. They give the defense a break that they need because when they get out there, the defense is like crazy dogs. And, and when they're on offense, they, they always try and score points. They always come away with a lead. If they score three points, that's a losing drive for them. So I, I like Seattle a lot uh, because of the defense. And Pete Kyle was, the, was not the first, but... One of those pioneers that brought that young college 
enthusiastic type mentality to the league, which led mm-hmm. to Chip Kelly. You know, so uh, I admire that, and, and, and I would like to see them do well. And I don't know if they've ever been to the Super Bowl, and like you as well, I like change. I don't want one team winning all the time, um, like the New England. Coming from New York, we're not big New England fans, but you have, to, right. respect, you have to respect Tom Brady. Um, one of the best in the business again, but he, you know, and he's put this team on his back, literally by his, you know, he's literally doing it. He don't have the receiving core, he doesn't have the offensive line, he doesn't have the defense, and they're still winning ball games. So a lot of credit has to go to him and the head coach just for putting them in that, that situation to be in the playoffs. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's, I give him credit. Like you said, it, they always make it there, but I, I think they, you know, they're reign of, of winning Super Bowls is over, I think, you know, because of the divisions and, hey, I give them credit. They win during the regular season. But like you said, a lot of times I think they just flame out and, and, and a lot of times those teams that really aren't that good kind of, um, you know, they get they you know they get it, they get that quick exit in the playoffs. So we'll see what happens next week and see if I'm correct. But we'll jump off, we'll jump to the next team and I'm purposely leaving the last game, um, New Orleans. I'm, excuse me, uh, <clears throat> Green Bay and San Francisco. So uh, I just want to hit some of the, the teams, uh, Gary, that have a bye this week. Get your thoughts, and we'll circle back. Uh, Denver, Denver, Peyton Manning. I, I, you know, I don't. I don't think we need to talk about the year he's had. It's record breaking. I mean, the guy to me is probably one of the best ever. Played a position, and um, you know everyone says, "Oh, he's got to win another Super Bowl." I mean, the way we measure, I guess, greatness is crazy now because you know, uh, just not everybody gets a chance to win a ring. I mean, it's very special for you to win there, but it's a team game. You know, it's not like you're Tiger Woods or or you know maybe playing tennis or any of these other sports where it's just all you. It's a different situation. It's a team game. You could play unbelievable and still lose. So, you know, you can't, you know, to me you shouldn't judge at least a, a football player by how many rings he's got. You just, and the same thing in basketball and some of these other sports, baseball, you know, you can't, you know, sometimes your time, it, it just, you just can't win it. I mean, Dan Marino to me was one of the, one of the best two to ever, ever, ever throw the ball. He doesn't have a ring. To me, it doesn't, you know, doesn't knock him down as, as a player. He just didn't have it. He had one chance. He made it to the Super Bowl. He lost. But doesn't mean he's, he's not as good as some of these guys that want a ring. Yeah. You know, with that said, with that said uh, you, know, you know, a lot of pressure on Denver. Their defense is, is not good. So Peyton, a lot of pressure is going to be on him and that offense to, to put up 40 a game. You know, just, just well, to have it. You know. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to put up. You're gonna have to put up about 45 just to beat them. I'm like a little kid when I watch Peyton Manning play. He's he's something that I've never I've never uh, had the experience, had a chance to experience. Uh, you know, Brett Favre, one of the best, but I've never seen a quarterback literally take the reins and coach on the field like that. I, I've never seen them. He comes up with his own game plans with the help mm-hmm. of the coaches and the staff and everything. But he walks out, he exercises it, he puts it into play, he gets you to change your defenses, he gets you to these situations. He's like 
he's actually costing the guy upstairs in the booth, the head coach, the offensive coordinator, you can really do without all three of those positions if you have a Peyton Manning, and that's never heard of. Never heard of. He's a, uh, he's a student of the game, and, and anybody and everybody should learn from this guy. Like, I, I, I don't know what kind of home life he has because the dedication he has to football is unbelievable. And it's an honor and it's a privilege just to watch him play. I, I, I'm in awe every time I watch him. I mean, a lot of the stuff is theatrical and, 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 and it's for, you know, getting people to think he's doing something. But all the little things that he do is unbelievable. And, and, and to watch that live, and, and that's like, I'm like a little league kid watching a professional game when I watch him play because I've never witnessed something like that in my life. It's unbelievable. And, and for a defense, <laughs> I, I would hate to be the, the – the linebacker or the defensive coordinator <laughs> have to because there's nothing you do is right. Everything you do right. is going to be wrong, you know. And, and if you're in the right position, he's going to change it so that you're in the wrong position. And if you change it to the to the right position, he's going to go back to where you you know. And that's what he does. That's the beauty of him. That's you know he it's like ad living a football game, you know, with the coaches on the field, you know. And it's amazing. I I, I love to watch him play. I'm like oh every time he touches the ball. It's like, you know, back in the days, I used to like to watch Barry Sanders. So I would sit back and just watch him. You know, even after practice, I would go back and watch all of his plays. And it's, you know, certain people like that, it's amazing. And you talk about champions or people who who are are, are the best players who haven't gotten a ring, and you go to people like Barry Sanders. He's an amazing, 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 one of the best to ever play the sport. And I don't know how many rings he has. I don't think he has any. But he he is. He is the, if not, he's probably the best running back I've ever personally witnessed in my life. I tell you, man, yeah. I mean, Barry, Barry's up there, unbelievable. And just for him to be able, you know, to stay with the one team, that's another thing that doesn't happen anymore. But, you know, just give him credit, saying, hey, you know what? I, 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 I was starting Detroit, and, my, and that's, you know, and that's what he did. You yeah. know, so. You know, so big up to him, you know, for that. And um, we'll, we'll see what happens. we definitely see what happens. I think, like I said, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on Peyton. A lot of haters. He's only one more oh, Super yeah. Bowl. So we definitely will see what happens with them. We'll talk a little bit about them later. But uh, also uh, a team I like, too, a little feisty. And I like to see that Cam Newton is rebound from last year. Carolina. What do you think about Carolina? I'm becoming more and more of a uh, Newton fan. I, I wasn't in the first. I didn't think his head was in the right place. He's getting better. He's actually um, he's a lot better than I, I wanted to give him credit for, to be honest. Um, I, I admit when I'm wrong. I thought he was a quarterback that was going to come in. and I didn't realize his arm was that good. And and once you have that arm and you have the athletic ability to run and to see the field, that changes the, the dynamics of everything. And I was quick to judge. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in you're not going to know what a quarterback is about until his third season because it's, you know, a lot of people want these rookie they, – they don't, they don't give these rookie quarterbacks the credit that they, be, that they deserve because – if they saw the playbook and the knowledge that has to go into a quarterback position, and not just knowing it to take the test, 
but you have to know it like second nature in the back of your head. You know, you you got to be able to spit these answers out and the solutions to these problems within seconds. And, and to know that stuff back to back, it takes you a good two or three years to learn the system. And so when you got a rookie quarterback that's doing well, trust mm-hmm. and believe, the very, more than athletic, he's very smart. And, and I didn't know Cam Newton had that. I thought he was going on raw talent, and now I'm starting to learn that he does. And he's, he makes good decisions. He doesn't turn the ball over much. He runs when he has to, not when he wants to. I'm, a, I'm, st- I'm, I'm leaning to him more and more. I think he's a hell of an athlete with a good arm and evidently a good head on his shoulders. And so that's a plus. Uh, you know, um, Carolina in a whole, I don't know if they're ready to go all the way. I think they're good enough. I think this was this is their Super Bowl, personally. I think they're good enough, and, and they made big strides. But I think next year will be the year for them with a couple of um, big improvements on, on, on the defensive side and, and maybe in addition to the offensive side. I think they, they, they can make a lot of noise next year. I mm-hmm. think just they're young. I think they're young, and they could be... They could they could be uh, shuffled a little bit. They could you know you put into a distressed state and they don't do well when they're in that state. Definitely agreed. I uh, just the echo of your sentiments about Cam Newton. He had a lot of haters coming out of college. Uh, he never took a snap underneath center. Well, well, you know what? He didn't have to. They ran a shotgun, you know. So he came in, did that. And they said, oh, look at him. He had a bad year, which is last year. He, and like you said, the quarterbacks, a lot of pressure. It's all about the quarterback these days. Um, you know, the, the focus has changed. It was before it was all about, run, you know, you got to have a great running back and you got to have the great defense. The NFL's changed now. It's all about the quarterback. The running game is, is probably, uh, it's, you don't need a great running back anymore. They do it by committee. You know, and now you got to have the receivers, great quarterback, and the and the receivers. So the game has changed now, um, and so I think Cam, like I said, I love him. I'm rooting for him. I don't know if they're ready yet, like you said, to make that next step. But I like to at least see them. They make that step, and uh, you know they have no pressure. They're playing with you know house money right now, so it's yeah. like all right, you know they're there, and uh, you know if they win. Then they win, but um, great to see him in there in the mix. If you're just tuning in, uh, you you listen to the LC and Jack show with our special guest and co-host for this week is uh, Gary Brown, who's a former NFL player. My man played uh, on the Green Bay Packers and may, you know several other teams, but he's got that ring. He's been he's one of the few individuals have, that have a Super Bowl ring. Uh, that he, he, you know, that he, that he has, and that he's, you know, enjoys. That he'll ever, forever embrace, you know. So, so with that said, Gary, we, we I left the best for last. Your team, uh, the green and gold, and uh, against San Francisco. Well, I know there's a talk. There's a talk radio show. But is it a, is it, is it, can I have a no comment? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think, well, don't... <laughs> I think the Packers are, 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 are under a, I don't say a false hope, but Aaron Rodgers is back. 
he is the heartbeat of that team, which is a good thing and a bad thing. And the reason I say it's a bad thing because I believe a team is you're only as good as your weakest link. And if your quarterback goes down, then you should put somebody else in there and you shouldn't skip a beat. And we know that's not entirely true, but there's teams that have won and been winning with their backup quarterbacks. That's how stars are born. And they don't have a backup plan to take an Aaron Rodgers out of the game. You understand? Yep. 49ers is that team that we were talking about earlier that's peaking at the right time. Everybody said, oh, last year was a bust. They're playing like crap this year. Their secret is told. Everybody knows their secret. They know how to stop them. And look at where they're at right now. They're throbbing. They are striding right now. They're just getting into the final turn, and they are sitting there, and they're not even tired. They're pumping their arms and their legs, and their knees are high, and they're ready to go into this finish line hard and strong. So now, I mean, my heart, like like I said before, would be with Green Bay, cause just because that's that's me. I'm, I bling greed and gold. But I would be a fool because the 49ers have quarterback, running back, Offensive line, defensive line, receivers, coaching staff, uh, 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 the the running quarterback, a throwing quarterback. They have a total package, and they are peaking at the right time. You understand? Yep, I agree. Definitely agree with you. Uh, why don't you talk, Gary, a little bit about you? You you had a chance to play in Green Bay. What, what, how do you and you talked a little bit about the conditions and and how it's going to affect play. But in Green Bay, you played there. You know how cold it is. It's supposed to be, from 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 what I read, it's supposed to get in Green Bay. I believe to negative with the wind chill, negative twenty degrees. How Ooh. how do you think that's going to you know? I, and uh, let me take a step back before we we get into that. Is it mandatory that linemen don't wear, that they don't wear any sleeves? I mean, because I see these guys, like tonight, I'm showing a Green Bay game. I'm going to see guys with no sleeves. And I'm going to be like, wow, man. I mean, I don't think I could do that, man. I have to wear some type. And I, I know they don't want these guys to be able to grab their, you know, anything on the uniform and stuff like that. That's why it's tight. And I, I get that. But. Man, if you're playing now, if you were playing now, Gary, would, would you be sleeveless in that type of negative 20 degrees with the windshield? If, if I'm starting, definitely sleeveless. If I'm playing just field goals or, and, and, and kickoff returns, like I talked about earlier, I might have to put on a, 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 a long sleeve T-shirt or something underneath. And, and, you know, like I said before, the heat is in the adrenaline. And plus they have new technology now. You know, they have all these heaters and the heated seats, and that's a different era. You know, when we had, we were back there, we had a, a, a propane tank blowing heat like three feet from the tank, and that was the heat you got. So we used to, like, I'm used to making myself warm, you know, and, and, and as long as your adrenaline is up, I don't know if you've ever done it before, but it's like getting out of a hot tub in the middle of the winter. You know, if right. you get out of a hot tub, you can walk inside with your bathing suit on with snow all around you, and it won't affect you because your body temperature from the inside out is so hot. So, right. so people that are playing in the game, that are sustaining drives, that are, are, are getting their body energy up and, and their heart rate up, they're fine. Those are the least people you should worry about. It's the people who, who come in, 
you know, as an alternate, it's the guys that come in from play here and play there. Those are the guys that are going to be most affected by the cold weather. And, and those are the guys that are going to miss the blocks or hurt their fingers or this and that. You know, I had a, a, a antic that I did when I was a little kid. I mean, well, not a little kid, but when I was in junior college playing at Nashville Community College. And mm-hmm. we started playing in November and December, and we have these southern teams from Maryland and Virginia and Georgia coming into town. <laughs> it was awesome because I, I would purposely wait for their bus to come, and I would see these guys getting off the bus with these big jackets and boots and hats and everything, and I'd get out of my little hoopty I had at the time, a little Nova, and we would get out, and I would have a skull cap, a hoodie, shorts, and Tim's on. And they would look at me like, yo, this guy's crazy. And then once <laughs> I see them like that, I'm like, I know I got them. So now on game time, everybody overdresses. You, when, you, when you have that much clothes on and you're trying to play in that stuff, you're sweating. That's like bundling up. You ever bundle up real with a lot of butt coats and jackets on and go out and shuffle the snow? Mm-hmm. Within two minutes, you're sweating. You're dying of heat. So yes. I will come out at game time. I have a half shirt on, my whole stomach out, sleeves out, no gloves on. And these guys were like, yo, this guy is nuts. And <laughs> I got the beat before the ball is even snapped. You understand? But yes. at the professional level, you can't really trick their minds like that. But the guys that are playing, they don't have to worry about it. They're not really worried about the cold. It's cold, don't get me wrong, but that's, you know, your adrenaline's taking care of that. Um, it's the, the, the fans and the people on the sidelines and everybody else a part of the game that you worry about more. The biggest thing you got to be concerned with is when your hands are cold, you don't get stepped on. Because that's how you break a lot of fingers, and they try wow. to do that for real. How, tell, tell the audience how many fingers... Uh, if you if you if you have broken any fingers, and if you did, how many times? I think I've broken every one of my fingers except for maybe my thumbs. Wow! Some of them a couple of times. I, I play offensive line though, so I mean I started breaking fingers when I was a little league playing quarterback. But you know, at the time you start playing offensive and defensive line, it's nothing to get caught in the helmet. It's nothing to get stepped on at the bottom of a pile. Get the bat back the wrong way. They caught on a shoulder bleed, uh, shoulder pad bleed, whatever. So that's you know, when you, a lot of players play a broken fingers. So when you break a finger, it, it, it's a bad thing. But all you gotta do is take it to a healthy finger, and then it, it, it'll go with the motions. So that's where you really need it to go. Wow. <laughs> it sounds wow. crazy. It is. Yeah. It is. That's amazing. Unbelievable. Broke all your fingers except your thumbs. Man, that's got to be painful. Not yet. I'm pretty sure in a couple of years the arthritis is going to set and it's going to really be painful. But right now I'm doing good. Well, that's good. That's great to hear that. And so, so with that being said, we we talked a little bit about Green Bay, and you know I love Aaron Rodgers. I think the guy's a warrior, and he reminds me a lot of Brent Favre, who you played with. Just that that mentality. I mean, last week's game, that Green Bay, all the other games, yeah, they were cool. That Green Bay game in Chicago, I loved it. The elements, just the game was back and forth. Right when you thought Green Bay was out of it, they came back, and he he's a gutsy quarterback. I, I just, like I said, I loved that game. That was a great game. Everything was on the line, making the playoffs, and he came through. Like you said, though, it's, it's tough because he's like a, a long ranger, man. He's... He doesn't have a lot around him. I mean, he's got a good running back now. Love, love his running back. He's a beast. Yeah. So and that's gonna open that. everything up. Right. They need that because if he's not able to run the ball, 
it's going to be a wrap. Like you said, he's playing. They're playing a great team, I, and I, I think they're happy. The Giants didn't, didn't make it because the Giants have San Francisco's double. It's unbelievable. But we won't we won't go into the Giants. But I, I think they feel it. I think they feel that they, they you know they, they they're going in with, with momentum. And um, we'll, we'll see how they do in the elements. Again, if to, because of the running game, I'm sure that's going to help them a lot with the elements. But uh, from what I'm hearing, he, this guy's amazing, uh, Rodgers. I heard he was throwing into the wind. They practiced yesterday, and he was throwing into the wind like it was no big deal. Now, what what's the wind situation up there in Green Bay, Gary? How's the wind? Is the wind swirl? Does it come, you know, one way or the other? It's a, to a certain level. Depends on what kind of quarterback you are. Brent Favre and Aaron Rodgers are good, are good in that stadium because they're gunslingers. They're dart throwers. Their balls don't rainbow. Their balls go low, hard, and fast. And that's a positive thing when you're dealing with wind because the higher your ball goes, the more caught up in the wind it's going to get. So the, quarter, the shorter quarterbacks like the Drew Breeses and the, and the Wilsons and the quarterbacks like that, their balls are going to get caught up in the wind because they're thrown from a different elevation and they throw totally different. They, you know, they, they throw up and over, and those are, going to, those are the type of balls that get caught up. When you're an overhand dart thrower, it, it, it doesn't affect you as much. So, you know, a, a lot of teams are going, to, are going to sleep on that and be like, you know, that's not going to happen. You know, if they can throw it, we can throw it, and that's not necessarily the case. It depends on what kind of throwing you do. So right. uh, the wind and all of that stuff play a good factor, and, and this is where running backs are, 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 are. This is the reason why running backs are not going to become extinct. You know, you know, you gotta have to get they they always have to come back to the running backs because you need those running backs to bring six or seven or eight people in the box to get that. So now when you want to throw that long ball. It's not that 40, 50, 60-yard long ball. It's a 20, 30-yard ball that runs for 60, 70 yards. you understand what I'm saying? So yep. it's a different type of throw, and it's a different type of scheme that you want to implement into your system. And with a good running back, you can do that. Without a good running back, they can sit back and pick you up all day long. Yep, yep, agree with you. So so you're on record of picking, sounds like San Fran, but I don't want to speak yeah, for you. Yeah, and you know what? I could, go, I could do it with... with, with you know, standing tall was doing it because I played for them too. That was the last team I played for in '98. So I could go with San Fran. Plus, you know what? I'm, I'm a person. I like to even things out. All Brown brothers. One got a ring last year. I would like for the other one to get one this year. Nice, nice, nice. So well, so uh, we have you down. I'm going to. I, I think I'm. I'm going to go with San Francisco as well. Um, I, uh, I think, uh, you're no, gonna go with the Packers just to mess with me. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it, but I, I, I'm with you, man. They, they don't have a defense. Uh, it's kind of hard to pick. I have a confession. Them. I have a confession, Larry. <laughs> okay. Now this is my confession. I don't tell many people this, but I don't want Green Bay to win a Super Bowl. And wow. I tell you why. Okay. Because they're a great team. Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. And right now he has one Super Bowl ring. And Brett Favre has one Super Bowl ring. And I have one mine with Brett Favre. And so right now there's arguments in Green Bay on who's this and who's better and yeah, who will win yeah. if this play that play. 
Now, if they were to get a second Super Bowl ring, that would take value away from what I have. So I'm a little, I'm a little biased <laughs> in saying I want them to win a second Super Bowl. I don't mind them winning a second Super Bowl, but not under the Anarchy's regime. I don't want them to win one under his regime. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not mad at you. Hey. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's good. You're a Brett Favre man, you're telling me, which is, uh, hey, I, 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 Brett Favre's the man, you know. Um, and Rodgers, like I say, you know, I like him. I just think that, um, like we said before, it's a team game, and you got to have people, you got to have the elements around you. I think they, don't, they definitely don't have enough against San Fran. So, to me, this is an easy one. Um, I think this one is an easy game to pick. I think yeah. because because of the elements, people are like, oh, you know. But bottom line, it's not even close. I mean, you got you got a team that got a great defense. They have a very Kaepernick, probably the you know one of the rising stars. I mean, or you know, I mean, he is a star to me. I mean, so he's got a lot of talent, a lot of potential. And uh, he's doing it. He's coming along slow. He, did, he he was really on top of the world. He's, he's backed off a little bit. But he's got he's got guys around him. So, you know, he doesn't have to play great to, for them to win. So with, with that said, I think it's an easy game to pick. I'm going to jump on um, with you, San Fran. And uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens from there. So with that said, Gary, we have our picks for the uh, first round of for the first round of the uh, NFL playoffs, we're going to. Uh, I'm going to give some shout outs and some quick birthday shouts. I want you to sit tight, and I know you have a foundation, so I'd like you to for us to get into that in a second. But um, if, again, if you're just tuning in, you listen to the LC and Jack radio show with our special guest, former NFL player Gary Brown. I want to give a uh, happy birthday shout out to the ladies. Love them. I hear about it all the time. Uh, Morris Chestnut. He's actually 45 this week. To uh, one of the R&B, I guess, I, I don't I, you know, he's an R&B guy. They sing those ballads. You know, the ladies love him as well. He's doing this thing now with Tyrese and, and uh, I believe, Genuine. So uh, happy birthday to Tank. He's 38 this week. This man is a legend, all-time legend. I'm definitely going to get him on the show. He is from around the way. Gary knows him as well. Grandmaster Flash. Happy birthday to him. He is 56 years young. Happy birthday to Tay Diggs. Doing his thing on the, the new Best Man that rolled out. And if you haven't seen it, definitely go out and check out the Best Man. Had a chance over the holiday to, 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 to watch the movie. Loved it. It is a great movie for you to, to watch with you and, and your family. He is 43 this week. Happy birthday, Tate Diggs. And to Mel Gibson. Yes, Mel Gibson. Love Mel Gibson. Great actor. Still doing it. Happy birthday to Mel Gibson. He is 58 years young. I'm going to give a happy birthday to my goddaughter, Jayana. She uh, is having a special, special birthday, so big up to her. She's doing great in school, and that's what it's all about, staying focused, staying true, 
And uh, she's 11, 11 years young. She's on the right road to be very successful in her life. So I'm so proud of her. And I want to give a big up to all my peoples out there. My man, Big Norm, Kenny, the whole crew from around the way in the wood. My man Gary, Gary's on the line, big up to him, really big up to my man Player, AP, as we call him, down to ATL now, uh, Kenny, I mean, I got a whole list of, of, of people to give a shout to, but thanks for all their support, I want to thank you, the listener, because uh, without you, there'd be no show, so I want to thank the support, and I tell you, we were really, haven't been on the air for the last month been a little crazy got a lot of things happening but we're back in the saddle the amount of hits uh, since we've been off during the holiday stretch was great so that just shows you the love no new live shows but y'all checking out the podcast and showing lc you know and the show mad love so i really really thank you for, for giving us that support and 2014, I tell you, I, you know, I, I want to divulge some of the guests coming up. I'm not going to do it. I know I told Gary, one of my new guests, that will be coming on in a couple of weeks. I'll hold that. He is, and I will say, though, he is one of the all-time greatest running backs of all time. And um, he's going to be coming on here in, in the next couple of weeks or so. So stay tuned. We, we have the guests coming down. And if you, too, are, would like to be a guest on LC and Jack Show, that is possible. Hit us up. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. Uh, or you could drop us an email, old-fashioned email. I don't know if many people know how to do that these days. But uh, hit us up at lcandjack at gmail.com. And uh, let us know what you got cooking. And, uh, you know, if your thing is right, you know, we'll bring you on. We'll interview anybody show people love uh so that's what it's all about but we do also like to to get the people that you know have done something over the years so we try to mix it up and and spread it out so give us a shout here at any time 347-843-4738 that's our dial-in number and uh, let us know what you think of the show and uh, we'll go from there with that said my man gary do you have any shout outs I have many shout-outs. Like, I have many shout-outs. You know, I would like to thank, first and foremost, uh, my highest, most power. Um, I'd like to shout-out my lovely family and my friends. We're all from the same We're from the same side of the town, same side of the tracks, I should say. That's so, right. Uh, of course, we give a uh, much shout-out to um, North Brentwood, the park, all those dudes over there, and all the ladies over there. Plus, then I got people that keep me grounded. You know, I got some younger guys that, that that keep me grounded. They've been with me for my whole career, no matter how big I got. They always told me I wasn't too big, and how how low I got. They never told. They always picked me up. And all the dudes like uh, Skeeter and Percy and, and and Dwight and Tom and all these guys like that, create and people like that. So uh, you know, the, the list could go on for days. You know how we do, man. We show a lot of yep. love, and, and we respect those that respect us. And as long as that's happening, you know. And I have a new um, a Justin Jacobson. He, he's been carrying me a long way with my new foundation. So I would like to thank him as well. And another company is uh, 
uh, global funding with Mario Butterhu. He he holds me down a lot as well. So you know, and I, and I know I missed a lot of people. I, I wasn't expecting that. Just came off the top of the head. But you know, I have much love for everybody. You know, I'm, I'm a humble dude, and I show love to those who show me love. And and and, and sometimes I show love to those who don't show me love. So just you know, I'm all about picking up the people and, and making tomorrow a better day. You know. That's it. That's what it's all about. Is you know, and I always thank the man upstairs to uh, you know blessing me with another day because tomorrow's not promised. You know, uh, late this summer, you know, I had dropped what I knew was one of my real closest cousins passed away. He hit 50 years old. Now, 50 these days is it's not old at all. So tomorrow's I just say that to say tomorrow's not promised. Tell those loved ones that you have, family and friends, let them know that you care for them, you love them, and, you know, you can't, you know, and when it's your time, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, whether or not you had told people that, you know, how much you cared about them. So definitely do that. But we'll keep this moving. Gary, tell us a little bit about the foundation. What's, what's the name of the foundation? It's called the Gary Big Brown 68 Foundation. Um, and basically, I started it with, with helping out the, the youth, the troubled youth, the sick, the uh, underprivileged, and stuff like that. And it's growing into something bigger. Um, I just ended this year with uh, feeding a homeless shelter of about 480 people, which was like one of my biggest events I've done. And we did it, and we made it look easy. And actually, we did it so well that we ended up feeding three homeless shelters altogether instead of just that one. But great. It was one of the, it, it's one of those things that it's, I'm like, it's like my spinach for Popeye. The more I do, the better I feel, the more blessings I get. And it's mm-hmm. not just about me. It's about what it does for other people. So my foundation, um, I had a good year this year. I did a lot with the Ronald McDonald House. I did a lot for Cystic Fibrosis, Brentwood Bayshore Breast Cancer Coalition. Um, I did some work with uh, the, the St. Jude's Foundation. And and all of it, and those are most of the things I worked with this year. And mm-hmm. I saw how much it's needed, and, and and how much it's over, how many people overlook it. So I, I just dedicated myself to to giving back, and to that's my way of giving back. I, I go and I talk to football teams and um, little leagues, especially because I try and put them on the right track and, and stuff like that. As far as wasted talent, and what I mean by wasted talent is. You know, having a talent without the grades or the personality or the attitude. They don't understand right. that that's much as your uniform as your helmet and shoulder pads while being able to catch a football. But I, I, I try and just to help kids out so that they don't make the same mistakes that I've made or some of my, my fellow friends that fell off have made. So I just try and do a little bit about what I know and where I've been and what I've done to help somebody else make a, uh, the right decision to do better for tomorrow, you know. And, and like I said before, it, it it helps me stay grounded and it gives me that energy and that reason to get up every day and, and, and to put a smile on somebody else's face means the world to me. That's great, man. That's touches the heart. That's, you know, I, I just love that people out there – like yourself, just out there making a difference, man. It's, it's a big part, and that's what life is all about. I mean, yeah, obviously you want to be able to take care of yourself and family, but when you're doing that, you're like, what else I can do? And when you're not looking for the PR and you're just out there, you know, trying to put a smile on somebody's face or 
give somebody a meal, I tell you that that just tells you a lot about yourself, man, the character that you have. So keep on keeping on, and you know whatever we can do here on LC and Jack Radio Show, let us know. You know I dip and dally with the same thing as you out there in the community. So you know we're all trying to do a little bit, and if a lot of people do a little bit, it turns out to be a lot. So keep keep up, man, doing the positive things. Uh, I just feel 2014 is going to be a phenomenal year for, you know, just for, for I think, everyone. I mean, the last, you know, prior to, I guess, last year, it's been a really uh, a grind with the economy. I mean, things people are really hurting out there. And so I think things are slowly getting better. It's not obviously the way it was when, when Clinton was in office. I mean, things were booming. But I do see the light at the end of the tunnel, as they say. And I do see some great people out there, though, that's making a difference. And, you know, I, I think, you know, like you said, you do good, it comes back to you, you know, a hundredfold. So for all those listeners out there, you know, get involved if you're not in your community and uh, try to make a difference. And, uh, and that's what it's all about, you know, being able to that's help it. You know, it's, uh, I tell you, man, it's, it's just a joy, man, to, to be able to to do those types of things. So it's great. What if, if people are trying to either make a donation or want to find out more information, Gary, about the foundation? Is there a website or somewhere they can go to? Yes, to, uh, I actually just I just redid my website for 2014, and I'll be going live on Monday or Tuesday. And that's okay. at gbb68foundation.com, or you can always drop me an email at garybigbrown68 at gmail.com. And for all promotions and uh, for anything that to do with promotions and stuff like that or events, you could call a guy named Justin Jacobson from the uh, Jacobson Firm in Manhattan. His, his email is justin at jacobsonfirm.com, and his phone number is 212 Six eight three two zero zero one, and that's you know I plan on launching this year in a big way. I ended big, and I have so many, I have so much stuff to do, and and, and it's a good cause, and it, it fuels me, and I just stay at it every day, just trying to wake up and see what else I could do to make it a better thing for not just myself but for everybody, because that's what it's about, you know. So you know, you you are who you are, but. You're much bigger if you're helping other people be who they are. You know what I'm saying? And yes. people don't understand. Everybody, there's a lot of selfish people out there, and they like, it's all about me, 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 me. But they don't understand it's lonely up there. You know, you could get all the <laughs> money in the world and still be poor. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I just try and encourage people to, to stop thinking about yourself and just think about, don't think about how bad you're doing. Think about all the blessings you have. And no matter how bad you're doing, somebody's doing worse. So right. I just try even the left the playing field, um, give people a break. Uh, the homeless shelter thing was, was something that touched me because it's not people think of homeless shelter. You think of just people that are you know don't care or, or poor or whatever, and it's not that it's people that get a bad break in life. It's people that the outlet caught fire and burnt down everything they have, and you know, and there's a lot of people in our society that they keep their possessions and their money in their home, and when it's gone, it's gone. There's nothing you can do. You can't. Say, oh, I had $10,000 under my mattress. That doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of people like that. And I just try, you know, 
they lost their job for the, the, the economy or whatever it may be. And so I just try and put a smile on people's face and let them know everything's going to be all right. And a lot of people are joining my team because of that. You know, they, they want to be a part of whatever I'm doing. And, and I, I welcome them with open arms. And I'm like, yo, I sit down and talk to anybody. What do you want to do? Let's talk. I, I'll get it, we'll get it done. And if it's about the right thing for the right reason, with the right purpose and goal, I'm in. Count me in. And that's what's good. And that's that's why you're going to, you you are successful, but that's why you're going to, you're going to go to, I don't want to say just the next level, but that's why the ceiling is, is limitless for you with that mentality. It's it's all about, it's all about, you know, uh, the team and, you know, what you can do. It's not about you. And I totally concur, man, uh, the, the, uh, on, on, on your philosophy and, and where you're going. So much success uh, in 2014 and beyond. We look forward to having you again here soon. I know we kept you a minute, but uh, it's been fun. And hold yes, it down. I'm sure, I'm sure the I'm sure the bread man. We haven't had a sighting yet. I'm sure he's thankful that you, you filled in for him. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it's been <laughs> fun and uh, real. We definitely have to do it again. Maybe we, we'll get you during that Super Bowl week and uh, get your thoughts on the teams then. So. Um, you know, before we let you go, any you know, uh, I know you did your shout outs, but any last words or or any uh, other messages that you'd like to leave the audience? Um, no, I, I want to thank you, Harry, for giving me the opportunity to to give, put a voice out there and to tell people what I'm about. And I'm not telling them to 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 big up myself. I'm telling them to big up society and that we can all work together and, and make things a, make this a better world, you know? And uh, I did forget a shout-out. I, I would be remiss if I didn't thank my dad, who's, like, my number one fan, uh, my, my, my biggest supporter, and behind me with everything I do. Another close friend of the family is Anthony Banfield. You know him. Um, yep. He's a great friend of mine. I've known him my whole life. Um, you know, we, we grew up together, and, we you know, he's always got my back. Um, actually, since I've been on the phone, i got a couple of, text about some emergency situation that happened at one of my rental properties so I'm going to leave and uh, go take care of this. I just had a pipe bust so time and everything so so that's how I'm going to spend my Saturday. I want to get there and get that done so I can get back and watch me some football. (laughs) I hear you. So we're going to let you run and again thanks again for joining LC and Jack Radio Show and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you. Thank you so much Larry. Blessings to you, the family. And like you said, and I'm a big fan of it, it's going to be a positive and a big 2014. Let's make this no thing happen. No doubt. Have get a that pipe fixed, get a Band-Aid, and uh, keep it rolling. Got you, buddy. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, thanks again to my man Gary Brown for back in the day, doing it, holding it down, showing Elsie and Jack, show much love. Again, thank you so much for your support in 2013 and actually before you know we've been doing this now for uh an excess of almost five years the lc and jack show has been out there so again thank you thank you thank you so much we have some great things down the pipe for you so please stay tuned hit us up twitter facebook linkedin we're out there check out the old shows they're out there let us know your comments what you like what you don't and um, we'll try to do our best to kind of make a change if we need to. With that said, until next week, 
Ah, sayonara. <laughs> Goodbye.